The following program is an MLWRadio.com production. Hey buddies. Hey buddies. Tis I Marty. Tis I Sarah. And this is Marty and Sarah Love Wrestling on the MLW Radio Network. Uh, we're going to do things a little different today. First of all, thanks for everybody who checked out the show last week. Uh, it was... uh, thanks for everyone who donated to oh, yeah. Save Macaroni, That's a very right. sweet little uh, girl orange cat. Uh, we're still the... Tweet is still in our feed or it's pinned, so if you want to donate, feel free. They got uh, to their initial goal, got the vet bill, up the goal a little bit. Keep donating. It's so nice of you, buddies. It's really made a difference. That's right. And if you want to uh, support the podcast, head over to patreon.com slash Marty and Sarah if you want to get up on that. Uh, Rumbleboys.com to grab a t-shirt and, uh, you know, rate, review, subscribe, all that stuff. It still feels weird uh, promoting stuff or whatever with everything going on. And with everything going on. Uh, as you know, uh, Sarah and I, I guess I do, I love listening to different wrestling podcasts. We have a wrestling podcast just floating through our apartment Always, at all times of yeah. any day. At all times, even now when it's kind of like, well, there, there's a lot of me jumping in my headphones cause I'll hear like one or two sentences and go, I've got the gist of how this is going to go. Yeah. And, uh, one of the things that there hasn't been a whole lot of with, uh, you know, all these people that are speaking out and, uh, again, uh, hats off to everybody who uh, has a story to tell and who's telling it. Um, but one of the things that we've noticed is a, a lack of uh, females on a lot of these uh, podcasts. And uh, not taking anything away from you, Sarah. You're, you're, hey, but I'm you here all the female. time. I was saying earlier, you Last hear enough checked, of my tirades. I'm a female, and I've uh, spoken out as many times in this apartment. But yeah. it's also like I'm not a female wrestler. Yes. And we're in the lucky position that we know uh, plenty of female wrestlers, but I'm very good friends with Paloma Star, and yes. we invited her here today. So uh, welcome mu- to the show. The Muchacha Sriracha, Paloma, the Sriracha Muchacha. What did I say? The Muchacha Sriracha? I'm old. I I mess everything up. Uh, But Paloma, one of the things uh, that uh, we have have talked about uh, off mic with you are some of the oh-so-awkward interactions that you've had. And again, this isn't us just burying people and this happened and this happened and this happened. Uh, There's a time and a place for that. But this is more just let's get a female voice uh, besides Sarah, who is a pro wrestler. How long have you been a pro wrestler for? Way longer than I would like to admit. Yeah. Tizai Paloma. There you I go. always there wanted to say oh, that. Okay. Yes. We'll, we'll hit it from the top. Tizai Marty. Tizai Sarah. Tizai Paloma. Okay. Yes. Uh, and you, you have, you've wrestled all over. Uh, you have, uh, you know, like you said, you, you've wrestled, wrestled when, uh, man oh man, the locker rooms were probably the least friendly place for a female. I mean, even now it's kind of like, woo boy. But, uh, I mean, just even like, 10 years ago it was probably like a, another world um so basically we just wanted to have you on uh to kind of talk about what it's like being a woman in the wrestling business um and uh and uh any little uh not that you have the answers to any of the crazy shit going on but um i think this would just be good to kind of uh share not your story but just like your everyday experience in the wrestling world so uh 
start talking no i don't know <laughs> and now and start talking now well thank you guys so much for having me on the podcast it's awesome that you guys even thought about even having a female perspective or and like a this. female who's a person of color too it's what? like another Crazy. thing where with so many things keep happening where it's like we've got the black lives matter movement but there's also larger discussions on racism and exactly. then we're hit with like as women we're marginalized in a different way so it's just like yeah let's Let's hear from you. Hello, I am a woman, a woman of color that just hope that happens to be a professional wrestler. So I've actually been in wrestling for way longer than I ever like to admit, because my first, say, three years of wrestling were the absolute shits. And I mean that in ring and outside of the ring as what, well. Can, let me let me ask you and I'll, I'm, I'm going to jump in and probably ask you a million questions, yeah, yeah, please. Okay. Training, because this is where a whole lot of this shit seems to have started, especially in a lot of the UK stuff. Uh, what is it like when you go in to train? Is it just like, is every dude like, Whew, oh, here's a chick. Oh, yeah. Or is it just kind of like, I mean, what was your experience? I actually started training when I was 18 years old. I'm 32 now. So I've Same. been. Wait, no, out. I'm 33. <laughs> I'm almost 33. Hey. Uh, so it was really weird experience for me because I was a freshman in college. I've always been to shows ever since I was a kid in Lucha Libre in Juarez where I grew up. And I actually didn't know you could train to be a wrestler. I just thought you just were a wrestler because in Mexico, it's the family business. That's, That's like a very to. little kid perspective too, where you're Definitely. like, yeah, you're either born a wrestler or you're born a normal person. Exactly. So I'm like, oh, I'm a normal person, I guess. But I moved uh, away for college and I found a wrestling school there. And I'm like, oh, hey, I actually know the two people that run the school because they used to wrestle at shows in El Paso where I'm from. Hit them up and they're like, cool, we have this is our shows. This is the company we run. We have a wrestling school. Uh, we're going to actually come and pick you up for our first show. I'm like, oh, awesome. So I, before training, I actually took my first bump even before I trained at a show, <laughs> which was terrible and wrong in so many ways. Did you bang your head? The legit, the only thing they told me, like they asked me, have you ever taken a bump? I'm like, no. And they're like, all you have to do is tuck your chin. And I'm like, what? What does that mean? Yeah, like, to a normal person, like, it's like, your chin. I'm what does like, that mean? Tuck my chin where? Like, what? And legit, dude comes out, gives me his finisher. That's it. Like, that was legit my first experience. And they came and picked you up to be like, oh, yeah, we'll train you. We also need a gal on the show tonight who's going to get hurt. Like, that's kind of a crazy, but a very, like, prophetic start of like, hey, girl, this is kind of what you're going to expect. Like, people are going to ask some weird stuff of you. But I didn't even mention there was whipped cream and lingerie involved. Oh, Hey man, attitude era. You know what I mean. We're, we were still <laughs> living. We were still living in the attitude era. Uh, you're you're joined by uh, um, Cody Jones, a prof- professional wrestler. Also, uh, real quick, I just want to ask Cody's off mic. Cody, thumbs up or down? Did you get picked up for your first day in the wrestling business? Did a trainer come to pick? Oh, you had like family. Yeah, count. Okay. that you really. <laughs> you know what? Cut, he was eight years you're, old. Yeah, you're fucking he was born second in the generation. Damn, I, that was I really blew it there. I was waiting for him to be like, absolutely not. Nobody picked me up. Okay, his dad picked him up. I think I didn't get picked up for my first one. I took an Uber. All right, you also called your first live show, so you don't you don't count at all. You lost you lost all. <laughs> Do you notice that me and Paloma both had situations where because we were women, we were allowed to fast forward to a place that we weren't maybe necessarily qualified or ready to be into? A hundred percent agree. There, Yeah, I'm sure. I should have been doing that. I no. had no, no business no. at all being in the wrestling ring. So at all. 
what I mean, what is that? Are you just kind of like, well, this is just how it is. Yeah, I, I was guess. like, oh, cool. Why I have to be? I get to be in front of people and actually be in the ring because I started off managing in El Paso. I was a manager, a valet. Never got to do anything in the ring actually. So I'm like, oh hell yeah, I get to be in a ring. This is awesome. It's okay. I have to be in lingerie. It's okay. I have to be in whipped cream. I'm in front of a crowd. This is what I want to do. I, this is like my chance. Cool, cool. I think that's such an important thing to point out and very relatable for a lot of women is like to get the thing that I want there are some no thank yous I was in an improv class where the improv guy came in to teach a one-off session and he told the guys in the class anytime you ever feel the sense that you want to kiss a girl in a scene just go for it like it's totally fine and here I am being like I don't want that but I do want to perform on stage so I guess the men can just kiss us now and it's like no one tells you like you can say no to these things because a lot of times if you do you get kind of discounted totally I did not necessarily want to do that but I for sure wanted to be on the show were there other women on those shows and did they kind of like hey here's the deal or anything like that See, I feel like you would do that. For sure. Uh, And I have been doing that now. And Uh even even before I moved to Chicago, I tried to do that. And it's just so many times women look at me like, oh, okay, whatever. You don't know what you're talking about. But I totally do. And that's why I've been there. And the other two women who were on the show, one of the other women was in the same position that I was. And the other woman was the promoter's wife at the time. Complicated. Yes. Believe me. And that's a weird thing is there is sometimes situations where you feel that maybe the man in charge is linked up to a woman who has issues with the man in charge and therefore tries to keep the women down in a specific way. And it fosters this weird reality where like a lot of times in wrestling and other places, like women can be pretty mean to each other. A hundred percent. I'm so glad to say that now it's definitely becoming way better. Yay women. But definitely even five years ago, 10 years ago, it was definitely cut the women putting each other down instead of raising each other up. But that's, I mean, you hear about, uh, you know, wrestling locker rooms and stuff like that. And you'll hear old, old bookers old. They didn't want everyone to get along. They wanted the locker room to be divided. They didn't want everyone on the same page. And it's, you know, it's like politics. If everyone's on the same page, we'd all go out and protest. And they go, oh shit. Okay. We can't do that anymore. But in wrestling, you know, it's kind of like you keep it divided and things like that. And like you said, it's, it's cool that it's changing now, but it's like, man, it took, it's, it's taken a long, long time. When all these stories started coming out, were you just like, yeah, I know. That's oh, how it 100%. is. Yeah, I feel like it's like a black 100%. person watching the news sure. and being like, this yeah. is what happens. This is an everyday thing. And just going back to training real quick, then they're like, oh, hey, come train with us. I was the only woman in my training class. I will give this up to this, the trainer at the time to tell me, this is Paloma. She's a girl. Treat her just any any the, the same way as if whoever she was. But the thing is with the guys, there were like scared to hit me and scared to actually do moves with me and to the point where the, the again the trainer had to step in and be like lay it in she's a wrestler she's trying to be a wrestler go for it don't be scared i mean don't get me wrong i have way other more stories of what ended up happening with said trainer but that, at, at least, least that moment at le- for that one specific and that's moment important that. to point out too where it's like sometimes people get really disappointed and lately they're getting disappointed like these big moments in their life it happened with a person who it turns out wasn't who they thought and it's just like this thing where it's like that moment meant something to you separate of what you found out later so it's like there can be that good moment of like yeah treat women equally also did a bunch of bad stuff you know it's it's so hard to just say 
one person did everything good or did everything bad the whole way along. For sure. And I, thankfully, I was uh, very grateful to have a lot of experience early on in my career being able to train, do a seminar, roll around the ring with a lot of big names, bigger names. Um, I do remember one time, he definitely wasn't a name, but we were rolling around the ring because I was a ring crew, got to set up the ring, so that means I get to train before the show. We were doing squats because, of course, if you train, you do millions of squats. And the trainer legit told me, come on, Paloma, you could get lower to the ring, lower to the floor. Why do you have those big legs for? Use them, use them for a reason. Come on, Ugh. get lower. And I'm just like, uh, oh, okay. It's so common, I think, for people to throw around uh, physical appearance things. And there's at the bank that I used to work at, there was a guy who was like, Real nice, but just not very woke, I guess is the term. And he uh, would always, always comment on our outfits. And I would just really nicely say like, hey, you're not talking about Adnan's tie next to me or you're not talking about Joe's pants, you know, like why are you always talking about our outfits? And he got really embarrassed, but then and like kind of a little scared, but he stopped doing it. And it was like he had never thought of it before. And I think a lot of these people have never thought about why they would comment on like a women a woman's legs exactly. or you know how they look but it's just ingrained as like well that's what you do for sure and going back to reading all these stories and all the brave people coming out with them i was reading one specific story where i was completely taken back by it because it was the exact same thing that happened to me i'm sure there's so many people who are like holy shit this is exactly what happened same person same company, had an MO. same thing. Yeah. And I was like, and it's crazy that you went back like, oh, I would do that now. I actually tried to have a conversation with this girl. Uh, I want to say maybe eight years ago about me like, I've been there. I know what you're going through. And she could just kind of like waved it off. And mm. then she came out and tweeted this. And it was so crazy because I was reading it out loud. And I was sitting in my living room and I started crying. And Cody came up to me. He's like, are, are you okay? I legit had no idea this was going to make me cry when I started reading it. Because I thought, I'm like, I knew what had happened. I'm like, this is a shitty thing for me, whatever. But once I started reading it out loud, I was like, that, that, that was me. Yeah. Like, that was me. How, how, how was it sort of taught to you? Or, or how did you pick up like, oh, okay, you just don't complain. Otherwise, they'll think you're, you know, a troublemaker or, you know, you're rocking the boat or you're not. Like, it, it's because it's ingrained in people of like, this is just how it is you pay your dues or whatever like how you know i guess it's it's how is that sort of like driven into you or, or almost like you're indoctrinated into the like you don't you know this is just things that happen you just gotta deal with it as much as you learn about kayfabe you learn about putting your your face that your head down don't say anything protecting the business but i was always like taught to be like keep your uh, keep your ears open your mouth shut and I get that to an extent when you're learning and learning like the actual moves and the way of like the, how how psychology and stuff. But also, I didn't know that meant for everything. I didn't know that meant for backstage, how you're treated, how you how you how you act, how if you even mention anything, you get the possibility of not being booked. I mean, back then I was doing all these crazy ass moves like I legit did so many hardcore matches, so many hardcore spots for once again, for the sake of being on the show, because I wasn't fully trained yet, couldn't have real full matches. So here I am taking light tubes, barbed wire, mouse traps. I was in a Taipei match oh, where God. I had. 
God. Four stitches across the bridge of my nose. My my uh, cut was so deep, you could see my sinus cavity. I remember when you told me that story the first time, and it just haunted. You, you had the it same reaction so that you're having now. And all because I wanted to be in front in front of people in a crowd in the ring and just doing anything and that is what i was engraved in me like if you want to be out here you will be willing to do anything no matter if it's being stupid going through a barbed wire or letting some creepy old wcw legend hit up on you yeah we, we were talking about before we started recording how there's people in the wwe i mean obviously they're they're as we record this it's you know coming out that all these people have come down with corona uh, and it's like, if you're Roman Reigns, yeah, you can go like, no, nah, I'm good. I'll be back when this is all figured out. But if you're not, if you're somebody who just got called up from NXT or somebody who's never gotten a push, who's just put people over week after week. And now it's like, I can be the champ now. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm going to do that. And it's like, that's in wrestling. That's always shown. Like you always hear the stories of this guy would drive 20 hours to a show, sleep in the car, drive to another show, you know? And it's like, and that was, I remember as a fan, just all you'd hear about are just like. Oh, this this wrestler will travel everywhere. They'll sleep in the car. You know what I mean? It's, it's like such glorified of like just putting your head down and working. And that's sure. like one of the things in wrestling where it's so like it's an honored like tradition of like you just put your head down and you work and you got, you know, the hot dog and a handshake thing. And it's I know like, well, I that wish helps I got to the next level. <laughs> I used to I used to when I would get paid with this certain company, I would get ten dollars. Then it got moved to legit being paid in DVDs. Yeah, I would legit get paid in DVDs. And it got so bad. I mean, I was 18, young, naive, never been in the wrestling business. I had no idea what was right and what was wrong. I legit thought this is how it was. It got so bad to the point that the promoter one time told me hey how much money did you make today i said i made x amount of dollars because at the point at the time i was living with him another very bad story and very bad situation that i got myself into but also i feel like if anybody would have just told me like shook me and be like what are you doing it's so hard when you're 18 because you and i have both as a younger 18 19 20 dated someone much older who kind of has the know-how and maybe maybe should know better about manipulating people or situations where like i often felt that i didn't have a choice in things that i now know that i do have a choice in and so it's like you can say you got yourself in the situation but at the same time like had the people involved or the other person been a little better you wouldn't have been in that situation and i think that's where i struggle a lot because i feel a lot of my experiences my stories i have a lot of self-guilt about like i put myself in that situation but i think that's the thing and that's even bigger than like you were talking about marty the um idea that you keep your head down and you don't say anything and it's in every industry for every woman i feel like when we're young we're really taught like okay, you have a say in these woman things, but you don't have a say in these man things and really don't try to get involved. And it can be really disheartening because they want you to feel guilty like you put yourself in the position to not get to where the other people are who are usually like white men. For sure. I mean, and looking back at it now, like I wish I had my mind that I have now. I mean, I'm a strong, independent feminist woman. I am proud of that. And I really I mean, but I guess that's why who I am now. Yeah. Because of who I was then. I think if I was that when I'm I wouldn't have grown this much or been so so independent and strong where I am. But this dude legit made me give away all the money I made that day to pay the boys. Cause he said, if, if I don't give him the money, then the boys will not get paid. So I gave him the the money, all the boys. Sorry. 
Yeah, trying to be a team player. And yeah, all. and, and it's I'm like, like, oh, I don't so, want all the boys to not get paid. Right. And it's like, and they'll probably think more of me. Exactly. Because wrestling exactly. is a lot like comedy in so many ways. And, you know, it's it's one of those things, too. Where it's like, if I'm a new comic and I drive everybody or, like, I got a couple extra bucks. I got a, I had a job at the time when I first started. Like, I could pay for a hotel. It's not a big deal. And it's like, oh, hey, look at Marty over there. And, and you are just trying to um, put your, you know, best put best foot forward and people go, Oh, Paloma's Paloma's great. You know, exactly. cause you listen to all the, the, the interviews or the, the shoot interviews or whatever. And it's just all like, Oh, they were so, so generous. And so, you know, and it's that thing. And you think like, I don't want to rock the boat or anything yep. like that. And it is a, it is sad too. Cause you read so many of those, those accounts of people and they were all like, I wouldn't have, if I had my brain now, I wouldn't oh, have done that. For and sure. I mean, like you and a whole lot of other people, uh, females in this business have like those, those, um, you know, it's like you've, you've built that protection layer over yourselves to deal with this stuff. And it's like 18 year old Paloma would have been like, yeah, now you would have been like, nah, 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 totally. this shit ain't yeah, gonna happen. Like, no. And for then sure. the next time it actually happened, he came back and asked me again this time. But this time I'm like, oh, I'm smart enough. I'm not going to say I made that much money. So I'm just going to say I made oh, way less money. So you're like playing along, but you're growing. Yeah. But it still like feels <laughs> the icky. worst part is that I still gave into it. But this time I was paying for chairs. So you're welcome. I paid for all the boys one one show, and the next time I paid for the rental of chairs. And here I thought, thinking, "This is it. Mm-hmm. I'm doing the right thing. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm paying my dues. Yep. You know, and, and I you get don't it, realize that but, you're paying different dues though yes. than the other. Than I'm paying the boys. actual money. The boys are getting your dues, <laughs> and they're not paying anything. Exactly. I mean, they pay dues, but it's like, yeah, it's for tough. sure. I mean, it's it's just crazy. I mean that. I legit have so many stories, so many experiences that I actually probably forgot most of them. We, you and I have shared forever, like when somebody says something a little creepy, like I feel like a lot of women have their go-to friends where they're like, this was fucked up, you want to look at it? Or should I respond to this? Like those kind of questions. And it's like, there's so many and we laugh at them. And it's like this weird thing because you laugh like, almost to take away the power of it. Because if you really think too much about it, about how these people live their lives and what they're trying to do with these, like just bad first interactions with a woman that they probably don't know, or have maybe met once or twice at a show, like it can get really disheartening. And I feel like that's kind of why we've built up this, like a little bit of a thick skin to like joke about that stuff and also warn each other. It's like, Hey, you know this, you've seen this guy's messaging me. And so it's like this weird dual function of like, we're comforting ourselves, but we're warning each other. Sarah, how many times have we sent you a screenshot of a weird, creepy man <laughs> sending me a message? I'm like, girl, check this out. What was the the foot, please? The foot. He wanted to see. He wanted pictures of your feet, and they just wrote back like two weeks later, like, please. Yes, yeah, so it, w- it was ridiculous. There was another guy who wanted to see me in a jacket, I don't know, windbreaker jacket, might I add, zip it up and down. There was somebody who wanted to lick my armpit. Uh, it, it's and a lot of times it's the first time you've ever interacted found out that this person existed yeah. on the planet and they're asking for like yeah the police are coming <laughs> <laughs> you find out that they're asking for something that's like date seven you know <laughs> like yeah it's crazy and it's insane going like this kind of ties it up with messages just this past two days i gotten messages of quote unquote damage control i legit got a message from a guy saying long story short Oh, I apologize if I did anything wrong. And it's like, all that like real hands off, like 
if I did anything. I yeah. love those. Like, and he was if like, I did anything, I'm sorry. You know, I used to party a lot. That's back exactly in the day. what he said. He's like, I was drunk or on something all the time. So I apologize <laughs> if I did anything wrong. I'm like, how about you just be a nice, not shitty person and not even have to apologize for anything? One of the things that I, and I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of people who have thought, it's like, when, like, we'll get out of an Uber. Sarah and I will be somewhere. We'll come home. We'll get out of an Uber. And she'll go, oh, thank God you were there in that car with me because that would have been one of those bad ones. And I'm like, oh, that guy seemed nice. You know, and it's like, no, 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 no. These are the fucking bad. This is the bad one. This is the kind of guy who would have made it real uncomfortable. Oh, for sure. And then there was another message I got from a guy who legit said, when I saw all this speaking out movement on Twitter, I thought of you. And I was <laughs> like, Already oh, not a great my gosh. And I... Thanks? A close friend of yours, perhaps? Someone you know very well? <laughs> no, not at all. I trained with this dude. <laughs> and I think he thought he had the right and good intentions. But the way that he came of it was definitely wrong. Because not only did he say, oh, I thought of you when this whole speaking out movement came out. I'm like, yeah, because you probably saw me being taken advantage of, me being manipulated and being shitty right in front of your eyes. And guess what? You didn't do shit about it. You didn't say anything. Yeah. You, you didn't it's do like anything. It's like if you didn't do anything bad, you also didn't do anything good. Exactly. And then he goes on by trying to be my white savior and being, oh, I could tell your story for you. And I'm like, um, this is not anybody's story to tell but mine. And doesn't it feel like a little sinister of like, let me tell your story so that if perhaps there's another story of mine that I'd prefer people not to hear, I can point to my allyship with you. And it's like... I don't know. It just feels like that's not the way to go about it. That's like the speaking out movement of the, I'm not racist. I have a black friend. That's the new of it. I think there's a, 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 this is a good time too where guys can learn like, oh yeah, I didn't like rape anybody. I'm fine. It's like there's, you can make women feel uncomfortable or, or men feel uncomfortable uh, by just doing a lot of things or whatever. Because um, again, we've talked about this and, and there's just like the number of weird interactions that you've told me about with wrestlers is like off the charts. It's and It's insane. like, we'll talk about somebody and you'll go, well, let me tell you a story about yeah. them. And it's just like, it's just wild. And, and, you know, whether it's just the hugging and the like, uh, and it's like, oh, cool, I got to hug this dude and he's going to be weird. Like, it's just like, I think this is a, a moment and, I, and I'll let you two discuss this more <laughs> of just like, these are, this is a teachable moment. Uh, and it's like, whether it's weird messages or whether it's like, like, I love people being like, yeah, I'm going to show your wife this message. You know, like, I love seeing those. Um, but again, it's just like, you know, you're wrestling in, you know, everybody who wrestles is essentially in their underwear. Uh, you've wrestled in lingerie too. It's like, fuck, can't get any more underwear than that. And whipped cream. Yeah. And whipped cream. And it's like, and then you're like, Hey, come buy a shirt from me and I, and have you be weird or whatever. Exactly. I w- it's, it's definitely like, I like the, how you said it is a teachable moment. I think, um, uh, I don't want to say, oh, people can change. I hope people don't necessarily have to change where you go from being an ultimate creep to not being a creep. Yeah. But I think it's little changes. Yeah, little changes as in like, don't go in for a hug. Don't that be your yeah. default? Like, yeah, and, it, and also don't go in for that awkward, are we good enough friends? You choose hug. Because if you know that we're good enough friends, you know we hug all the time. But if you don't know, don't make me be the hug, one to ice you out because then you're going to call me a bitch to somebody and then it's a little violent. It if you have to scary. question it, if we have to hug, we probably shouldn't hug. Have you, have you had the thing of like you meet a wrestler 
and they're all like, oh, tell me all about your, where'd you train? Oh, tell me all about your, your character and your man, where are you wrestling and all that? And you're like, oh yeah, me and my boyfriend Cody were there and they're just like, ah, yes, like there's this, the there's the old sketch, all there's a, the a British sketch comedy show. Uh, what is that called? Something box? No, no. I don't want to, it's, I'll, I'll find it later. Yeah, and it's this, it's, a, it's an American guy and a UK guy and like Snogbach? I don't even know. Anyway, it's uh it's this and one of the reoccurring sketches would be a, a man who would meet a woman and she's got her hands full and he's like, "Let me help you with that." And she's like, "Oh man, you're so nice. Like, I thought chivalry's dead." And he's like, "Oh, no, no, no." And they're just talking and talking and talking. One of the ones he's he's carrying her dog cuz her dog was like running loose or something. He grabs her dog and they're talking. She's like, "I just moved into the neighborhood." He's like, "Oh, this is a great neighborhood." And they're going on and on. And she's like, yeah, me and my boyfriend. He goes, boyfriend. And he punts the dog and then runs away. And it's like, there are wrestlers who have been outed as being pieces of shit who Sarah's like, yeah, that guy never talked to me. And I'm like, yeah, because you're my girlfriend and you couldn't help him help, help him out at quote unquote, <laughs> help him out after the show or anything. I legit got booked for a show. Then the promoter hit on me and I definitely said, no, thank you. Then I got unbooked for that show. And that's like just a thing you're supposed to be like, oh, well, and it's like, all those fans missed out on seeing you because the booker was being scummy. And that's that sucks. It, it really does. And there's been plenty of times where I get booked on a show and I say, if you need an extra hand, my fiance Cody is going to ride along with me. He's a wrestler, too. That's it. You know, no, no pressure. I'm not saying, oh, if you book me, how to use him or anything like that. But as soon as I said that, say that their reaction, their uh tone there everything with me completely changes it's like all of a sudden and it's very opportunistic because and it it brought to light like marty said a lot of people that i had had like weird interactions with where i'd always try to be nice and i felt like they weren't rude but they were just one step next to rude and when you look back it's that thing of like they saw me as nobody and then they saw this perceived single wrestler as somebody and it was more dangerous for that person. But it's like, what a way to live if that's how you're looking at people. It, it is insane. And I, it's crazy because I don't think a lot of experiences are just like women based, but I definitely think this is just a women based experience. I mean, I don't know if guys go through that once they find out they have a girlfriend. I feel most of the time they're like, ooh, it's a challenge. I've It'll- never had anybody book me for a show and I, oh, my girlfriend Sarah's coming to is like, uh, oh, never mind. I'm not going to book you or anything like that. No, it's wild. And then, and there is that thing too of, I, I mean, wrestling again, it's show business. People are climbing. Uh, they're trying to, you know, who, who can help me? And it's like painfully obvious when there are those people like that. Um, have you, have you noticed too where it's like, oh, yeah, Paloma, whatever. And then it's like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm friends with Cassandra. And they're like, Paloma, hello. We haven't oh, talked in a all while. All the time. That's a fucking sneaky For sure. little thing. I'm just like, oh, now you want to talk to me. Now you want to be my friend. Yeah. And I, and I think that happens quite a bit because I'm not going to go out there and blast like, oh, this is who I'm friends with. This is who I talk to. But then they see me talking to them. They're like, oh, hi, new friend. Hi. That's hello. a weird one where you're like, oh, you see me as somebody because of this other person. Exactly. Like, oh. n- screw me, right? I'm not my own person. And I also feel like wrestling falls back a lot with the old school mentality. And that's yes. how it is. So many wrong, bad, un, like things that shouldn't be going on hide between hide behind the facade of it's old school. That's how it we is. We don't get involved. Exactly. That, yeah, that, that's just business. the way things. It's business. That's just the way things are. And I really hope this whole movement changes that. Like I get it. it with, with old school, I should just be between the ropes, not anything outside the yeah. ropes. It's so you hear all the like all the moolah stuff and all the like you know people getting. Uh, 
I mean, wait, you, you hear like, you know, watch like Lipstick and Dynamite or something like that and you hear how terrible it was or like those stories of just like, you basically, it's like if you didn't have sex with this guy, you weren't going to get booked or whatever. And you, you would hope, I mean, I'm sure now it's obviously it's like, this is shit's going to change. You haven't done a show since all this went down. I haven't. I actually was going to do a show this past weekend, but I did not. Yeah. So, it, well, there you go. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, it's going to be, it's going to be like, man, because I remember in comedy when everything a couple of years ago, when all this shit started going down and everybody was talking and then, you know, like you said, you're getting these messages of guys who are like. Well, if I ever did anything, you know, like what, what would I, what, you know, like what, what, what was it? What was it? I mean, oh my gosh. and it's kind of cool, you know, not cool, but it's good. These dudes should sweat it out and should be yeah. like, oh fuck. I hope this guy who's sitting on my message request or or other box is sweating right now, thinking, oh no, is she gonna say my name? I yeah. hope he listens to this right person who sent this message. You know who you are. I hope you're listening to this, and I hope you're shitting your pants and sweating your <laughs> ass right now because thinking if she's gonna say it but i really hope all this changes for for the better i mean wrestling sucks right now it really does i mean the thing that i love the most is the thing that is giving me the most stress and anxiety and bringing back these thoughts memories emotions that i didn't even know i even there are had. so many things where and it's like you said like reading the story the stories that people have like all of a sudden a word or a phrase will just all of a sudden shed light on one moment that you shoved away and you hated in the moment but you got past it and like i'm talking the like you know they they hug you to make sure they get a little bit of your boob or those like moments where they give you a note that they would never give another man where it's like oh that's your face that's your money maker you need to use it more you know like stuff where it's like excuse me i don't know you and this is so inappropriate and it comes back and it hurts again and you didn't realize why it hurt the first time and it is like Props to all the people that are going through this over and over and relating and feeling these deep feelings and trying to untangle them because it's a process. Definitely. I mean, I just thought about a story. Actually, I was seeing a wrestler consensually and he actually sent me a message one time because he found out his buddies from Japan were coming to the show. And he legit messaged me. Hey, my buddies from Japan are going to be there. Can you make sure you take care of them? And I'm like, yeah, I'll be next. I'll, I'll make sure that they're friendly. I make sure that they know where to go and all that stuff. Like, no take care of them like you take care of me i'm like are you kidding me how do you i mean are you what, what? are it's, you kidding me right now yeah like, that's just that's that thing of like and i don't know i don't know if they would have done this if they were in any other business too exactly. it's like if you worked at mcdonald's would you be like hey regional manager's coming in i'm gonna need you to take care of them you know it's like is this just like this wrestling thing where you think this is like <laughs> you know what i mean but it, it is just like uh you know it's it's that thing of just like Eh, you know, whatever, just it, do what you gotta do. And I mean, like, God, you, you, you know, I saw like Missy Hyatt did a tweet. And I'm like, God, the poor fucking things this lady's probably had to deal, you know. And what's such a bummer about like when I watch like old school stuff or whatever. I forgot who it was, but we're watching with Sarah. We might have been watching like the like, Von Erichs documentary, and Sarah's like, "Oh, I hope nothing bad happened." I'm like, "Oh no, oh no, <laughs> oh spoiler alert." Yeah, but it's like we're getting there with with you know wrestling or whatever. You you think about. Uh, some of the, you know, and it's like that thing where it's like, unfortunately, it's like people have to like, you know, blaze these trails and put up with so much garbage, but it's like, we're still there. And it's, and it's just like, it's again, the thing too, with like the training and, and the young, you know, and it's like, there's a lot of times where, you know, you see, and you hear from story after story after story where it's like, okay, this person has their fucking act down. They get to a town. They, oh, who's that? Oh, yeah. Let me have, okay. Can Paloma give me a ride home? You know? And it's like, 
this motherfucker would just do this every, you know, and you like the Joey Ryan thing was just like that. You just read story after story after story, and you're like, okay, because I'll watch all these like serial killer things, and it's like they have an mo. Same. He had an mo. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you're like, oh, this is what you do, okay? And it's like the idea that someone's like, hey, Paloma, you have to you have to drive them to the hotel, you know, by the airport, and it's like, <sighs> fuck, you know, exactly. You almost know what that means and what you quote unquote have to do and, the and crazy how thing- you have your little defenses of exactly. like I'll do this if this and how many times have you done the like get your cell phone out a little bit th- situation oh for sure all the time and it's crazy because you do have to be like okay if they say this I'm going to do this yep. or if, like they say like you already already have it planned out in your head what your responses will be and it shouldn't be like that and it's crazy because I feel like in wrestling I'm seen as a older one and I kind of wish <laughs> we're getting I, there right, girl <laughs> I kind of wish I was coming up in wrestling now like it's so many more not um, not not only because of the opportunities that in women's wrestling but there's so many new wrestling promotions like in texas is going to be all women's wrestling promotion and i mean all women by the promoter the booker the everything going to be women but i just and also not only that but i just wish at the end of the day after all this is said and done if i had to go through what i had to do if it means a younger woman a younger girl doesn't have to go through what i did then i think it's a win yeah i think there there almost should be like a you know big sister little sister type of oh, thing for sure. well, where it's like idea. i mean like what what is something if you know uh, an 18 year old sarah showed up and was like i'm gonna wrestle like i'm sure you would be like drive with me to the show i'm gonna f-, and i'm and it's like Obviously, you love wrestling. You're not going to be like, this is the worst. Like, sometimes with, like, I remember, like, when I first started comedy, I talked to, like, people that have been doing it for a while, and they're like, this is the worst. I don't even know why you want to do this, and all this. Where it's like, well, I love this. This is what I'm going to do. But, like, I mean, I'm, I'm sure there's so many things you could tell uh, a new wrestler or whatever, and it's just like, and it's, and, and, you know, to me with, with comedy, it's been like, I've seen, you know, female comics who've been doing this a long time be like, no, 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 no. Get the fuck, you know, and it's like, whoa, that's, that was pretty cool because there's so many things. Like when I just heard you two talk, like I've never had to think, like, if they say this, I'm going to say this. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, it's just not even a, a thing. It's just like, there's no part of me that's like, uh, hey, you're going to drive so and so to the, the hotel. And there's no part of me that's like, oh boy. This might go bad, and if they say this, I'll 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 lie and say I got hurt in my match, and I'm I don't you know I don't feel I think I got a concussion or something like that. I've never you know I've literally never had to do that, um, but yet you've just like both of you are just like oh when they do this I do that. I mean you know you talk about like wrestling shoot interviews, like a, a shoot interview with female wrestlers being like here's what I it's like it would blow people's minds. Oh totally for sure. I mean perfect example of that today. I went to the grocery store and there was a group of guys standing in front of it. I legit made a. A conscious decision to look like I was pissed off so yep. they wouldn't talk to me. Legit, oh, I've done that's that one. I, or yeah, so they the, wouldn't. Yeah. I, I'm, not, I'm not shy. If somebody cat calls me, they were going to get it back. But I did not want to deal with that. So I legit, while I passed through them, I legit did my RB, RBF face so I could be like, I do don't, one talk that's like, don't talk to me. That's like a little mad but like a little crazy. Like I'll try to look like I'm not doing okay and then it's kind of like and like maybe adopt a strange walk. I've done this a little bit and it's so dumb but it's like this is a group of guys they could overpower me so if I walk a little bit like a dork for a second and make a weird like glazed over look on my face hey keeps keeps me going. It's never not worked. 
I'm going to have to try that next time. I'm going to do that after a wrestling show. Hopefully I don't have to do that. Oh, you got hurt. Yeah, sure. But I really, I think now we're in the age where especially young women coming into the wrestling know that we want to give advice as opposed to bitter old vets or trying to steal your spot. No, because I see so many young girls like going out there and doing their thing. I'm like, I can't do all these flippy shit. But like, if you if you yeah. can't go for it. But I just really hope that women coming into the wrestling, I mean, girls really coming into the wrestling because oh, so many people are starting out young i mean even in lucha you have girls who are 14 15 training uh but i really hope that if an older woman wrestler or, or somebody who's been in the longer does come up to them with advice or like hey this is what's up that they're doing for it because they've been there and as opposed to like bitterness or anything else so here's one that i want to get into a little bit with like i've noticed a lot of times when I'm around and two women wrestle each other and it goes well and they're saying nice things to each other, there's this moment of like, thank you so much for being so nice to me. And they often say like, not everybody's like this. It's really rare. But for me, I see that a lot. And I'm always surprised that they're always talking about how rare it is. And I don't know if it's because like I'm helping with the vibe or anything, but I there's always this like negative like underbelly of like a lot of this is doesn't go as well and why do you think they don't help each other i think because there is so many not that many women's wrestlers that there's not as many spots as for male wrestlers for sure yeah that's like in in comedy uh there's always been this thing in chicago where it's like there's only room for like two female comics that are like on top and it's always been like what and it's, like, it says who says who and it but it is a thing of just like somebody just said that's it. I mean, when you look at a lot of cards and there's like one women's match or two, you know what I mean? It's like that's why it is good where there's, you know, all female companies or whatever. Um, is it is it the same or, or worse or better in, in Mexico? I think within the women commodity, it's a little bit better because mm-hmm. the women have been around each other for so long. Because, like I said, the women start training 14, 15 when they're still yeah. girls. And a lot of them. And a lot of family, too. Exactly. Yeah. You're like, you know, know each other. So I think it might be a little better within the women. But I think it's might be a little bit worse with the guys. I mean, even I was at a show that featured luchas and me and the girl were going over a match and right in front of me, they started talking about me in Spanish. So I answered them back in Spanish and they're like, oh, I'm like, some pretty smart guys. Yeah, like, you're like, oh, no sabía que hablabas español. I'm like, uh, come on now. Like, seriously. So. Oh, we didn't know you spoke Spanish. Exactly. I know. See, you Look always you. tell me my Spanish is better. Than it is. You get, your Spanish is so much better. You give my yourself Spanish credit. gets better around you and i think it's because we both spoke spanish in a past life but that's a whole other theory (laughs) for sure but i really do think that in mexico it's a whole different culture of the whole machismo culture Mm -hmm. and the mass i think masculine the toxic masculinity probably was born in mexico as sad as it is but it's crazy too because that's where you see the most exoticos i know or 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 closeted exactly. wrestlers oh, where it's oh like, my god I remember that was there, if you only, there, yeah i know if you there, only knew there are shout out to cassandro who yeah. has told me that people uh i mean we saw we saw a little of that this week too in wrestling <laughs> right? but there i remember there's like certain things you learn about the wrestling business and i remember that was one of the things where i'm like wait what and they're like oh yeah mexico is a little there's a, i mean but it's the same thing it, it's just like it's such a weird this wrestling i mean like most entertainment businesses there, there, there's a lot of it's it draws a certain type of people and there's an Definitely. underbelly in I mean anybody listening like your your local theater company has probably got some like weird shit going on or whatever but 
wrestling, I don't know, it's because it's like the, the, the heart of it is like you're working the crowd. Definitely. But it's also like there's so many like a work on a work on a work on a work. And you're like, you, you hear something. You're like, oh, they're a good person. They're just like, oh, no. But I mean, I've never. And I've, I've met so many. It's so funny where I always used to say um, that I've, I've met such like good people in wrestling from the people I know. I, I'm friends with a lot of good people in wrestling. There's not a lot of people in wrestling that I'm I would consider a friend that's like, oh yeah, they're just a giant piece of shit, but that's my friend. Like I've been lucky enough to meet what I thought were some of the nicer people and man oh man, a whole bunch of them were on this fucking, you know, and 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 it's a real weird thing. When I was telling Sarah, I'm like, I remember like working my old job and like they started like people would start following me on Twitter and it was like, "Oh, cool." And it's like, I'm on following this motherfucker cuz you you read the the text messages or whatever and you're just like well that's just that there's like there's no way you can work your way you know cut a promo to get yourself out of this it's like no this is irrefutable you're a piece of shit and i do think that this problem is true in any industry it's happening everywhere everyone i talk to has a different one where they're like oh it's happening in cooking or it's happening in coffee or it's happening in beekeeping and i'm like there's this wild reckoning going on and it feels awful. But at the end of the day, it's the truth being told, you know? And I know people say like, well, some people are saying this because this, some people are not telling the truth. Largely, there's not a good reason to speak out if you're a woman in this industry, if it wasn't true and you weren't trying to help somebody else. Because look at the reactions of these poor women who are speaking out. It's like, oh, you you said something about someone's favorite and now they're like calling saying that you should die. And it's like it's there's no benefit other than trying to help people that come out or trying to stop it from ever happening again, I feel. For sure. I totally agree with that. I just really hope that people are not using this movement to um call out people who they have heat with or somebody who cheat on them you are a special kind of piece of shit if you're like "Ah, i've never really liked that paloma this is a great opportunity to really throw her under the bus which i'm sure is happening for people oh for sure um you know there there's some you know bad breakups or whatever where i'm sure someone's like hmm maybe this you know and it's like if you're doing that fuck off you're a piece of totally. garbage it totally goes male against, or female exactly but, any gender for sure it totally goes against the movement yeah it diminishes the real victims of this yeah and not only in this industry but anytime it happens whenever there's a false accusation you're completely going against what you're yeah. trying to do you're giving ammunition for to the sure. fucking like see see people on we Twitter. told you yeah, yeah. it's like if you if you do that just know that you're giving you know fucking john cena fan 348 who's got a john cena photo as his avatar on twitter going see i told you you know what i mean it's like i saw somebody put out the most bullshit like response and they're like there you go vindication and it's like fuck off but just saying that you were reading someone's story and it was it hit so close to home that you started crying i've never read anything i'm like oh my god it's just like me never never had to happen in a lifetime and it's like any weird interaction i've just been like well that's weird i guess well whatever but like it's not where i've gotten like stopped in my tracks because i'm like oh my god that's exactly what happened to me when i went to that comedy club or whatever it's like never happened yet i hear stories from you know female performers and it's like oh shit that's that's insane that that happened um and it just shows that there's sneaky fucking bad people in in everything and i think that's where the difference is is that you while it has never happened to you you realize mm-hmm. and acknowledges that it does happen yeah and i feel like so many people think like oh just because it's not happening to me then it's not real or yeah. it doesn't exist or, or, or this doesn't weird happen. this weird like loyalty which i don't understand 
and I, I, I mean, like, I haven't read anybody's account and, 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 you know, felt the same thing that you felt. Cause I, I didn't, that wasn't my experience, but I see some of these responses and I'm just like, why the fuck would you stick up so much for this wrestler who, if they saw you after a show and you asked for an autograph, they'd go fuck off and just exactly. walk by. I don't get that. Like blind loyalty. It's like, you think, any you, sense. you think wrestler a gives a shit about you. I've heard wrestlers say every fucking head is a $20 bill that they're going to fucking give me for a t-shirt. I don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? And it's like, there's so many people who are just like, those are fucking marks and they're, I'm going to get money. I've been at conventions and I've seen wrestlers not even make eye contact with somebody and just fucking sign it. Go, go, yes. go. Oh, but then a, an attractive girl comes and it's like, Oh, let me just fucking roll out the red carpet for you. And I think it's like very sad when someone reads a vulnerable account like that. And their first thing is I have to protect the thing that made me feel good emotionally at one time. And it's like, yeah, of course, like wrestling means a lot to us. And we all have these moments and, and like, Oh, I saw that person wrestle them. So therefore they can't be bad. It's like the artist and art separation thing. Exactly. It's hard and yes. it hurts. And it's a big thing to think about, but it's better to think about it and process it than to shove it aside. And then one day just like scream something unforgivable at someone else because you never dealt with any of your feelings. And it's fine. And I want to let people and fans know that if you were a big fan of insert name here because there's way too many names to go through them, it's okay if you were a big fan of them then. It's okay when you watched them that one show they had an awesome match. That doesn't make you a shitty person but also doesn't make you that you have to go and defend them. Like it's okay just enjoy them for what they were at that moment and go on. Like It's so weird like you said this this weird loyalty like do you even Or or this this like I need to see proof. Yeah, and oh, it's I re- I've seen that. I, I so saw. Much. I I got so mad. Sarah was asleep, and I was on on Twitter, which I've taken off my phone, which is a great idea. Uh, and I'm I'm looking at it, and it was someone was going on about a wrestler, and they were like, first of all, if any of these people are lying, they deserve to go to jail. And it, it, but nothing about like, but what if the wrestler is bad? Nothing about that. It wasn't that's you know what I mean. And it's like, yeah, if, if that's your deal, and it's like that idea of like, I need proof. And, and it's like, I, with, with, um, the comedians who got, you know, called out, you know, years ago, and it's still happening right now. But I remember, uh, dating a comedian, and she's like, yeah, he, you know, pulled his penis out in front of me one time. And it was like, oh, shit. But it's not like I wasn't like, I didn't believe it until then. It's like, no, I have proof. And it's like, you don't, you're, you're in no position to be like, I'm going to need Paloma to tell me a story about Wrestler A before I stop, you know, being their number one fan or whatever. And uh, yeah, I just think that's like such a, a fucking wake up call. And it's like the wrestler, but also the fans too. It's like fans got to be better too. It's not just like oh, oh these yes. wrestlers. Oh, and hundred you know, percent. It's yes. like there's so many people who are probably like, oh, these wrestlers. All right, after the show, I'm gonna ask Paloma to buy her socks. You know. <laughs> oh my god. And I think there is something like you don't want to say like. It's not okay to buy someone's socks if they're consensually selling them. Like, there's, there's your ways money. to go about Make it. that money. There's ways to get your jollies that are just completely on the level and so fun and cool. But the moment you start, like, sliding sex in where it wasn't welcomed or set up that that was the thing, that's where it's like you got to check yourself because it's it's never good when you get that creeping. Like, And you can I know you can see this. They change in their eyes when they're about to, like, say something sexual to you. Like, you'll be having a conversation, this and that and the other thing. There's a guy, whole Uber ride, he saw my Facebook picture, or it was Lyft because it links the p- pictures. He saw my picture of me standing in a ring. And he goes, oh, are you a wrestler? And I was just like, 
I didn't want to talk to him, so I was like, yeah. You I know, think like I took that picture. Yeah, you did. Yeah, <laughs> you did, and it was like a very great picture. And I was just like, yeah. And I kind of like brushed off all his questions because I was like, he's a creep. I'm going five minutes. You know, it's the same like if this, then that, the other thing. And then he like, as he stops in front of like the Whole Foods or wherever I was going, I'm getting out of the car and I see him like turn and get that look in his eyes and he goes, I'd shower wrestle you. Uh, and I was like, it's uh, fucking no. infinity. No. We did it. We did it. I, I want to say what I said to him. I said, I said, that's a horrible thing to say. And then I slammed the door. Good. I didn't say X fuck infinity. I didn't want that on the record. Sorry to cut you off, Marty. No, no. I was just going to say, uh, I, I was just going to say, I didn't mean to cut you off when you were telling your story. No, 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 no. Well, Xfinity's a sponsor. Uh, no, uh, I remember we, we were at a show uh, at an indie show, uh, just as fans. And I, I went upstairs Remember this? It was that. It, it was that. It, I go upstairs to with with another wrestler to get some more drinks. I come back downstairs. And Sarah's just like, I gotta talk to you. And this wrestling fan who also listened to our podcast uh, asked Sarah, uh, "How does it feel to think that guys jerk off to your voice every week?" Oh yeah, you told me about this. That was the first like Marty and Sarah love <laughs> love wrestling like offense and he was just like yeah 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 what do you uh, uh no he didn't say it to me you were with me he said he you would come back downstairs and he was like oh hey marty and then he goes how's it feel knowing every guy in america's jerking off to her and we were both stopped dead in our tracks and i don't remember how the interaction ended i just remember we were so like horrified and we didn't know what to say <laughs> Or or somebody asked her one time. They go, "Oh, you're popping your WrestleMania cherry or something like that." And I go, "Recorded interview." I go, "Let's take that one again." I go, "Let's start that one again." <laughs> and Marty was right next to me. My and, jaw and so, is legit open right now. Like my, my I can't tell floor. you how many people kept talking about me popping my WrestleMania cherry, and it was like so gross because it was at the time Marty and I were dating, but people didn't. We didn't say it on the show because again. We didn't say it on the show because I didn't want a bunch of people I don't know commenting about what they thought about the beginning of our relationship. I was like, this, I just want to figure this out for myself and not deal with the reply guys. Or she goes, do you think people will be mad and not want to listen or whatever? I'm like, it might be some weirdo who's like, well, I'm not listening if these guys are dating or whatever. Um, I mean, it's just, it's just like such a wild thing. And like you said, one of the things that I keep thinking of is how you both have said, like, you see the, like, the switch. For sure. Where the switch goes. And I'm sure... Everybody who thought, you know, wrestler, you know, big time wrestler who travels all over every weekend was like, oh, cool. And I can drive them somewhere. And then they look over and they're like, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. It's almost like turning into a werewolf and you're just driving. And then you look back and all of a sudden you're like, oh, fuck, you're a dr you're a fucking werewolf now. One time there was a uh, quote unquote WCW legend in the locker room that had got cut open pretty bad. And I was assigned to fix him up. So like, oh, you be my nurse. And I'm like, what? Dude. That's what they want a little yeah, like. Oh, like no. I, I legit was just like assigned to like whatever clean you up, and he. I legit, let me get my lingerie. Uh, let me let me get my let me get my lingerie uh, 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 nurse's outfit on, and then I'll stitch you up. Yeah. And and the worst part about it, I legit just played as this guy on uh, No Mercy on <laughs> Nintendo like a week before. And then I have another fun story. A TNA wrestler was at a show once in Texas, and we we're at the after party. We we're hanging out, and he legit tells me, "Hey." TNA's having tryouts in my hotel room. You want to come over? Ugh. And I'm like, uh, no. No, I don't. I guess that's why I'm not in TNA. I'm you know, kidding. the thing that's hard. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not. Definitely not. 
the thing that's hard is uh what you were saying earlier about having guilt about because you can sometimes like i think back to some really despicable things that promoters people working shows uh and in theater like all kinds of places where someone says something to you that's just so wretched that you just stop or you do that like reflexive laugh and then oh you gosh, don't yes. acknowledge it and you never shut it down and it does kind of haunt you and stay with you of like i wish i would have had the perfect way to just shut that down so that they never said something like that ever again but there's no real way to start or way to do that like there's no answer because it's like you're trying For to sure. combat evil with good and you weren't expecting it like you know it's just it's you can't blame yourself but it is like something that i think we should feel that we can say something and i feel like as young women especially i guess back i feel back then like it was so long ago we're still young we're in the mids right we're in the mids we were taught to diffuse the situation as opposed to straight up say no and i think now gently, gently say yeah, it trick them exactly go, like <laughs> diffusion look over there or something like that like any other way than just saying no because of the repercussions that would come out of that and it's crazy but i feel like now a lot of more younger women are being more empowered earlier on because i'm definitely feel empowered now oh, yeah. earlier on when i was 18 19 i definitely was not where i am now there's but I, there's friends of ours whose whose kids will you know eventually be you know grown-ups and it's like that shit ain't gonna fly with them for sure and i'm they're gonna so be glad like, that, i'm like thinking of little kids i know that when they get older they're gonna be like nah man that ain't gonna fly with me I mean, there was one another time where another what's up with TNA guys? But another TNA guy was talking to me, trying to get me to be his tag team partner at a quote rival company, and he legit was talking to me. And the promoter from my company saw me talking to him, and then he there was a whole heat between those two promotions that I couldn't that I that I couldn't work for them. And he legit told me, "Okay, right now they either think I'm hitting on you or trying to book you. So let's just pretend that I'm trying to hit on you." And he legit. Try to shove his tongue down my throat And I'm like Cause uh, screw you trying to book me right Because that's not as believable As you trying to hit on me Okay uh, It's just so like And again you see it You see that little switch When you know they're about to be like yeah, exactly. I'm gonna take advantage of a situation yep, and, and cause he was legit just talking to me straight up He's like hey this is what I wanna do You'll be my tag team partner Because you're Mexican I think that totally gave it away uh, And we'll be wrestling the USA people And then the promoter walks by And that's the switch That's when you see that switch And I'm like We were just having a fine conversation Why did you have to And I think a lot of people do separate those two personalities, like yeah. the sexual personality and the business worker show up and do the thing. And that's got to be a thing that nobody excuses. Like it's, yeah, we all get horny. We don't all take advantage. Spoiler alert, women get horny too. Yeah, we Weird. love it. <laughs> sure no yeah uh no he's <laughs> like what it was it was wild too to read some of these you know when people would post uh like text messages and stuff and like you said the deflection of just oh, like someone's sure. like oh i want to do this too and you're like oh come on anyway you know and it's or, like ha 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 yeah. or emojis and it's something. like yeah 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 and it's just like fuck man it's like again it's like the shit that that female performers have to go through especially in wrestling and it's just like it's like do you need a picture? Like I wrestle in my fucking underwear. One more, you know what I mean? But it's that thing of like, I need more, 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 more. Um, have you, have you sort of thought about like when you do go to a show and you're in the locker room or anything like that? It's like, obviously I think it's going to be one of those things where it's like, you know, I'm sure a lot of like white people were like, Oh, I don't know how work's going to be with my, my black coworkers on Monday <laughs> after all this. And it's like, you know what I mean? And it's just like, I'm sure there will be people who are 
you know, tripping over themselves, being like, whatever you need, whatever you need, which is cool. That's, you know what I mean? It's like, I think, I think there needs to be, uh, you know, some, some people who should look out for, you know, and there was yeah, a I lot agree. of, I felt bad for a lot of people who were like, if I only knew, oh my God, if I yes, only knew, me, there were so sure, many 100%. of those of like, if I, cause it's not just like, you're either good or bad. It's like, there are so many times where it's like, I've, you know, known people. I mean, I know, I knew multiple people who I thought I knew, you know what I mean? Where it was kind of like, acquaintances or whatever I, in comedy i've i've thought i knew people and then you're just like wait what did they do? and it's just like and there were there were times where it's like i had heard like and stuff you know, oh they're just creepy they're a little they're a little awkward around women and stuff like that but it's like i mean i think there's just going to definitely be a, a weird sort of like you oh, know for sure i feel, feel it's like- almost like you know like in school like everybody goes away and then comes back and it's like girls have boobs now i don't know what, what to do with it I feel like at the start of this, everybody was like, oh, man, with a whole COVID-19, I don't know how it's going to be. Are we going to shake hands? Are we going to hug? What is it going to be like? <laughs> and then it was like, oh, man, Black Lives Matter. What is it going to be it? like? Is it going to be more? What? How am I supposed to act with the black people in the locker room? And I was like, oh, man, speaking <laughs> out. Oh, the, no, women. What am I going to do? Ah, I don't know how to act. There's way too many people. And I'm almost like, hey, I'm a woman of color that breathes. So I check all boxes for sure. And going back to what you said about comedy is I feel like a lot of people don't realize how much in common wrestling has with comedians musicians at any performance arts any performance arts not only what you do you're just trying to get your name out there trying to get in front of a crowd but also all the backstage politics bullshit that you put up with like with what you're going through with promoters bookers producers anything and everything so um like you always say on the podcast shout out cole for saying that wrestling's always five years behind so i mean look look at like like years ago WWE. it's like they just kept like fucking over Daniel Bryan, like one of the best wrestlers in the world. Imagine what they do to like. And I was trying to tell Sarah, uh, where I forgot who we were talking about, and I was like, "Oh, you don't know how they used to get rest, how you they used to find talent back in the day." John Laurinaitis would go through a fucking Hawaiian tropic yeah. ki- bikini yeah. calendar and go, "Oh, can we get? Uh, let's get February on the phone and have her come down and do a tryout." And she's like, "What?" And I'm like. So many, because I was like Undertaker's wife. I was like explaining like the diva search and everything, <laughs> and she's like, "Wait, what?" Yep. And it was just like the creepiest shit. And and it's like to think that this billion dollar company was hiring women through getting a, a fucking lingerie catalog or a Hawaiian tropics catalog, and model being like, agency, yeah, and and telling his telling his assistant or whatever to get like, can you get February, uh, January, and uh, let's get November and December in here too. They look, you know, or that thing of like. You know, we, this is a comic who, a, a very famous comic. I did a, I opened for one time and we were talking, just people were talking like, oh, you know, this, you know, this person, that thing you do. And someone mentioned a female comic and the talk about hitting the switch. He just went, oh yeah, she's a good girl. And we, we, we joke around oh, about no. that. It's like, she's a real, she's a good girl. Like maybe even said like a trooper. And it's like, oh fuck. That's not good at all. You never want to be surrounded a trooper. No, you don't want to be, a, a good girl is pushing it, but you don't want to be a trooper. <laughs> It took one for the team for me. No. <laughs> um, one thing, though, like we're talking about all these creeps and how they kind of have their methods and stuff. And I think it's really important to note that for all the guys that are kind of trembling in their boots and sort of waiting to see if anything's going to come out, your name's been mentioned. We Definitely. all know. If we don't know, we know. Like women have a way of quietly warning each other. There are people who it comes out 10, 15 years later that, of course, 
we already knew. Like everybody murmurs it to each other and it's not to be gossipy. It's usually for safety. It's like a lot of times you hear about these guys because it's a good person looking out for people. And I know you warn the younger girls. I warn the younger girls like if there's something that we know that's going on. And a lot of times that's the voice that we had. Like we didn't always have the luxury of speaking out on Twitter and having everyone hear it. We just told the people who we felt needed to know. And there's been plenty of times where other women's wrestlers have reached out to me and be like, hey, this promoter reached out to me. What's his deal? What do you know about him? Is this a good place to work at? Which is awesome. And I and helpful. Very helpful, for sure. And I hope that going forward, that sisterhood is way more present than it's ever been because we do have to have each other's back. I really do wish that I legit just had somebody pull me aside when I was 18, 19 years old and legit look at me right in the eyes and be like, what are you doing? Yeah. Yeah, there's that that uh, Gandhi quote of like, be the I think it's Gandhi, be the change you want to see or whatever. And For it's sure. like, I I. He was in the world, not or whatever. Or whatever. <laughs> yeah, or whatever. <laughs> be the be the change you want to see in your local fed. No, uh, <laughs> you know Gandhi loved wrestling. No, but it is that is that thing of like they're they're it again. It's almost like we're on summer vacation and Definitely. and the That's school year like. the school year however fucked up it'll be is coming and it's like there's going to be some people who are like nah now that i'm a senior shit ain't going to go down that way anymore For and sure. and like you said i i i guarantee cuz i've seen i've seen a lot of people speak out and be like if anybody is fucked with you i'm in a position where it's like i'm not to be fucked with you tell me if some shit's going down or whatever and i mean it's 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 still changing it's still going to change there's still uh, you know, a whole lot of names. Talk to any female in this business. There's a whole lot of names that haven't been mentioned, and I'm sure they're fucking sweating it right now, and they deserve to sweat Definitely. it. Definitely. I hope they are sweating. I hope they deserve to be sweating, because as much as you're sweating, guess what? It was a not as, as not as bad as we had to, yep. as how you how made us feel. How scary it is. Yeah, when, how, like, oh my gosh. Like Marty's saying, he's thrills. never read a story that like triggered him in that way, and I'd say for most women, it's just a given thing where you turn, you know, 11, 12, 13, 14 and that's when you're introduced to just this really dark side of the world and some people get out better than others but I think everybody's kind of affected but all that being said when we uh I did a show recently that oh recently some time ago that you helped me book because I trust you to help me find like good female talent when it's time and like all those gals showed up and I just felt like there was some real clarity, especially the younger gals. Cause I was checking in with like the 18 year olds being like, is everybody cool? Are these like, you know, this guy's been hitting on you. <laughs> I said that to one of the girls. I was like, you know, he's like interested in you. And she goes, I know like such a like zoomer, like where I'm like, okay, well I'll just check it out. But it was like one of those things where I see a lot of strength in younger women. And I feel that they feel more empowered to call out bullshit or at least to go for help. And I just want that to be an encouraged thing in wrestling like get help from the allies whether it's like another female wrestler whether it's a male wrestler whether it's just getting out of there telling a friend outside of wrestling like don't let anybody isolate you and i hope that the younger female wrestlers realize that whenever somebody tells you something it's not coming out of a place of bitterness it's been coming from a place that we've been there but i really think that the younger generation i think knows that and i'm glad that they do because i feel like for a little while there if anybody told anybody anything like oh they just want my spot or they're just jealous Divide and conquer. Exactly. So now I feel like, especially with now everything coming in light, which I'm so glad it is, because it needed to be out there. Like the people who are pieces of shit need to be called out to be pieces of shit. While wrestling sucks for a little bit, and while you're my favorite, while your favorite might go down, at the end of the day, it's going to be for a better community, for better wrestling, and for a better world. And hopefully, this is a chance to uh, mend some some you know friendships or or just like 
I've never been cool to that person. Hopefully, you know what I mean? Some uh, For female talent, they can be like, fuck whatever weird shit we had. Exactly. Let's bury that and, and make sure this shit doesn't happen or whatever. Because as a comedian, when I saw this go down a couple years ago, when the female comics all got on the same page and it's like there was like a, a giant Facebook group where it's like they were all – and it's like – that had the shitty dudes being like, oh, fuck, because all they – it's like this house of cards, and it's like, okay, if Paloma and Sarah don't talk, I'm cool. But if I walk into a comedy club and I see you two talking and I'm a piece of shit, it's like, oh, fuck, I am in trouble. So it's like, yeah, obviously, like, communication is going to be a huge thing, and, and hopefully this is, like, a thing of just, like, nah, 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 shit, shit is not going to go down the way it did or whatever, and it's like – there's just so many, so many weird things. Like we watched the oldest doc. We watched this like wrestling documentary, and it, wrestling's a weird thing too, where it's like men and women change together, yeah. and it's like there's I've just changed plenty of times. We, like, Whatever, we, it's no we, big deal. We were watching this old wrestling documentary on Amazon, and Bullet Bob Armstrong, and uh, oh, 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 who were the the um. Pe- uh, Pe- Peggy Lee Leathers and Bambi and and she's uh, Bambi's all like oh man I think I broke a, cracked a rib or something and as she's doing this Bullet Bob is just taking off his gear and, and leaving his like uh, whatever under trunks and then putting his pants but it's like Sarah goes he's just changing in front of her <laughs> and it's so funny because I've been in plenty of locker rooms where I have legit just like changed from like had my sports bra on and then put a shirt on and whatever never even thought of, about it like oh whatever I'm just changing and thankfully nobody made it weird or awkward I mean who knows who know, who was actually like looking and stuff but I do agree that may, it's sometimes better when women and men do have separate locker rooms but it would be nice to be like I can take off my shirt and be in a sports bra or be in uh, like it's, shorts I've, and be okay like why I shouldn't have to be like oh man who's looking like uh, oh, yeah. Like, you know, like I wear less than swimwear. You know? I've, done, I've, I've done comedy on burlesque shows. And when you're in the back, it's just like there's naked women. And it's just kind of like you're on the honor system to not be like, or like, boy, if I had my phone out, I could take pictures. You know what I mean? It's like this is you're on the honor system. And, and, you're at work. and I'm at yeah. work. And it is and it is just so much like wrestling is just like it's honors. It's the honor system. And there's these levels of like you have like. People who have, who are household names who have been on TV and stuff, and it's like, you know, maybe they maybe they're no longer with, you know, this was like with WCW and WWE. It's like now you're back on the indies because the indies are people going up and people going down, exactly. and it's like the power dynamics are fucking wild. Where it's like in the same locker room, you have people who have been on TV for every week for twenty years versus somebody who's taken, you know, their first bump last week, and exactly. they're just like equals for sure. And it's crazy because like. Sometimes you could see that in other industries, but I think it's way more prevalent in the wrestling industry. And it's also like people keep saying nowadays, we always say it in the apartment, it's like a pressure cooker, like just the world and what's happening. But sometimes I feel like with wrestling, circumstances of an indie show are always pressure cookery where it's like you're working on limited space. You're working with a lot of people who have like heat in and outside of the ring. Uh, There's venue owners who are always mad that wrestling's happening for some reason. There's a booker who's losing money. Like there's children. It's like it's a pressure cooker and it's like anything that's like high energy, high emotion, high action. Like things can go awesome. Things can go really terrible. And we're here to help make things go awesome. I think like reflecting on all of this, a lot of people are leaving wrestling. That's okay. A lot of people are pausing. That's okay. Obviously, there's not a lot going on. But I just 
kind of came through being like, I want this to be enjoyable and I want to stick around. I want to help. Definitely. Me too. And like I said, like wrestling sucks right now. But if at the end of all this or even if there is and not an end, because I think this is going to be an ongoing conversation. Yeah. This is not just going to end when hashtag speaking out stops uh-uh. trending. This is going to be ongoing conversations such as Black Lives Matter and such as any other big, important uh, social issue. This does not stop when it stops trending. Yeah. This is a growth opportunity that's not just because it's not quote unquote cool anymore or because you don't see it on people's stories or mentioned on twitter uh you doesn't go away which it's, yeah it's here it's here to stay and it's here for a change and i hope people think know that and i hope for the first show back whenever that is i hope that people are not just nice to me because i'm a girl or woman of color or anything i hope they're just nice to me because they want to as opposed to as the feel that they have to yeah and, and just that's just for me that's for everybody treat female talent like equals exactly uh because i'm sure i'm i mean god damn i always think of um Jackie Fargo in that Memphis Heat documentary where he just goes, I don't want midgets or women in my business. And I'm like, holy shit, you fucking old man. You know what I mean? But it's just that mentality. And it's the same thing when you see an old person. You're like, oh, you're just so old and racist or old and homophobic or old and just fucking you're the whole world's been catered. You know, and it's like I'll tell Sarah, we'll talk about like, you know, again, Jackie Fargo, white guy in the South. Pro wrestler, famous. The fucking world was his oyster. I'm sure he could have been the biggest piece of shit he wanted. Everyone go, oh, that's just Jackie getting wild or whatever. And it's like there's just these people who just have no – they have no sort of like worldview outside of their own. And and I'm sure there's people who are like, oh, I don't want to hear these fucking wokesters talking about how bad it is to be a woman in wrestling. Just don't be a woman in wrestling. It's like – Dude, this happens at fucking Taco Bell. There's yeah, someone who anywhere. works at Taco Legit Bell. It happens anywhere. Now, you like how all my references are either McDonald's or Taco <laughs> Bell. <laughs> I'm here for but, it. But it is. I mean, like any any business or whatever. This has been a, a you know a thing. So it is like yeah, teachable moment. Hopefully, you know people learn whether they're wrestlers or fans or everything. And and hopefully, you know the 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 fucking creepers are sweating because like you said, I, I hope there's. I saw somebody tweeted and they're like, and I know you're reading this with your burner account, and it was so Ooh. fucking like. <gasps> It was so awesome where it's like, and I know you're reading this with your burner account because it's like someone's like, yeah, they're off Twitter. It's like, no, no, no. They they deleted their big Twitter account, but their fucking uh, um, their burner account because somebody just I think it might have been Muggsy Bogues tweeted as his uh, he thought he was tweeting as his burner account, but it was it was him. Yeah, and he goes, (laughs) boy, Muggsy Bogues was so good, and like for so long he was so respected in the league, and it's like, dude, that's your fucking main account, you dummy. (laughs) I but know who he is because of a video game. Muggsy Bugs was a little dude. He was a little dude on the Charlotte. He was the little dude on the Charlotte Hornets. And yeah, he accidentally tweeted Skip Bayless, who was an ESPN guy one time, yeah. was like, Skip Bayless has got a lot of good points. And it's like, motherfucker, you're using your verified Twitter account. So I do I do hope. I was thinking about that. I was just like, uh, you know, some of these some of these people who have just like went away, it's like they didn't go away. There's I guarantee these dudes are vanity searching themselves oh, every for sure. fucking day. And they're reading it and they're taking notes for their fucking lawyers and all this shit. And, and I hope people don't think that they could just lay low for a few months and then just come back and pop up on the show like nothing I happens. mean, that cannot happen. I, mean, I hope people are held accountable. Well, you know, I mean, look at, look at there's, there's certain locker rooms for wrestling companies and it's like, oh, you just you just hire all the bad people. It's like, holy shit. But hopefully, yeah, this is a, a moment where we can sort of reset or whatever and just kind of be like, all right, this, there's, this shit's going to change. And support the companies that are embracing change or have always been sort of, you know, uh, progressive and, and have, have looked out for people and stuff like that. And the ones who haven't, fuck them, man. They got to they gotta go. 
and don't be afraid to ask questions. Like if there's any a fan or Russ or anything that's like, well, I don't want to go up to them because I don't want them to think I'm a piece of shit. Like legit be like, is it okay if I take a picture with you? That is completely mm-hmm. fine. Is it okay if I put my arm around your shoulder? Like, mm-hmm. you know, some people, hey, that's okay, lower back. Not- let's keep away from exactly. that hips and lower back yeah, let's, region, let's fellas. Put that now, like, do not put your arm around my waist. That's really weird and awkward. Just don't do it. Just and- don't do it. I'll, I'll let a little, a little, uh, we'll, we'll break a little kayfabe here. Uh, Sarah and I, when we take photos with people, we uh, we have it all figured out. You guys do. I seen where you guys in action. We are like high fiving each other, and then the person stands behind us. And the reason we did that is because that way we're in control and nobody can put their arm around Sarah. Or and we were at WrestleCon the first year, and I was talking to Colt about posing for pictures, and he showed me all the moves that he does to kind of keep people from getting close up in his face because women do creepy stuff to men too. Like that's a, not sure. a thing that should get lost, but that's also not what this is about right now. But it was really funny because he was showing me all the moves, and then I would show him the holes that I've seen guys go through if I did a similar move to be like, and he's like, "Well, no one ever went through my elbow," and I'm like, "They'll go through your elbow." If you're you're a woman. I have a confession to make. The very first time I ever met Colt Cabana was when I was a fan and I hand hugged him. Like I did this whole thing where I hand hugged him and that Aww. was about, that was about, about as close as it got to Colt. Like, I'm like, <laughs> let's do a hand hug. He's like, what's a hand hug? And then I showed him, he's like, oh, okay, I'm all right with that. I'm all right with a hand hug. <laughs> and uh, I just gotten the word from our producer that we are heading into the end of this interview. Paloma, thank you so much for doing this. And may I say, you've always, always been someone in this industry that took me under your wing, made me feel welcome. And we're just like, we're friends now. And it's like the first time we hung out, I made a joke about a friendship contract. Bet you didn't think it was going to lead you right here. It was under clause two, section B, that this was under friendship clause that the contract that went up here. Yeah. And hopefully, and again, by having you on, I don't know. I just, I just thought it would be uh, obviously informative to have a female voice because I'm, I believe me, I've, I listened to a shitload of podcasts and it would be so easy to just have a fucking badass female on who's like, here's the deal. You know what I mean? And it's just like, uh, so, you know, the, the people that are out there, if, if they, you know, have a good tweet, retweet it, uh, talk to them at shows or whatever. Don't be scared. You know what I mean? Exactly. If you're, if you're a good person, don't be defensive. You have, this isn't about you. You know what I mean? That was For like sure. the, the not all men and shit or whatever, where it's like, <laughs> not all men are bad. It's like, if you're, if you're not bad, you got nothing you to worry no about. Work. You can go to sleep with a clear conscience. It's okay. Uh, and and for the people who you know were mildly creepy, hopefully this is uh, an eye opener. Or if you see somebody or know somebody and you're like, oh, my friend Steve's always a fucking creep. You know what I mean? Or it's like, just be cool. Um, uh, but I mean, like you know, as far as uh, closing uh, closing statements, like it's a fucking trial. Uh, like hopefully, like hopefully, <laughs> closing argument. Like hopefully, a lot of these dudes are gonna have to be on trial. But. Um, as far as just kind of like wrapping it up or whatever, just feel free to, you know, whatever, whatever you want the, uh, the, the wrestling listeners to know, go for it. And plug yourself at the end of it. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, first of all, I just want to say a big, huge thank you to Sarah and Marty, to Sarah and Marty. Like you guys aren't sitting in red in front of me. <laughs> thank you guys so much for having me on. I mean, it was a great idea. I don't think anybody else would have probably thought about this. It's very thoughtful and inclusive of you guys to have an actual woman wrestler who's been going through this and it was marty's idea it could have easily been my idea but it was marty's idea and that's nice (laughs) he just gave a thumbs up (laughs) no no i I was yeah it's just there needs to be more of this and and i I think that 
again, just more stories of, of badass women who have had to deal with all this is what I think is the, is the way to get this fucking message out. The more, more Palomas on podcasts talking and just like, you know what I mean? Like you just, you see those like Allison K's Twitter every, she's like every day. I'm just like, fuck yes, fuck yes, fuck yes. Shit like that. That's what we need. We need more of just Lufisto too. Shout Lufisto. out to Lufisto. Oh fuck yeah, yeah. Lufisto for she, sure. I feel like she likes the one that kind of started this whole she, calling out CZW yeah, like that. Hell yeah, girl. Lufisto. I would love but, to and it's like her. the list just goes. Put it out yeah, there in the universe. The list goes on and on. Anybody who shared a story, it's just like like you said. I I, rem- I would read some of these and they're like I'm about to send this and my my hands are shaking and I'm just like holy shit, powerful powerful stuff. I I was gonna say hopefully I know this is gonna lead to positive change there's no way it can't we would be idiots if this di- i mean i know i know this is leading to positive change because i already know people are uh quitting places or moving this or this or i'm like this ain't gonna happen anymore and you always hear locker room leaders in wrestling oh he was a locker room leader taker was the locker room leader all this shit it's now it's time for real real fucking locker room leaders and and aren't who just take care of their friends or just the dudes or whatever um I think it's a time for real locker room leaders and, and people who are just like, this shit ain't going to happen no more. And it's like, you know, if there's a, a, a very, very, very inebriated young woman at a show, that need, there needs to be a fucking wall of women around them being like, take that shit somewhere else, motherfucker. We'll get her home. It ain't your fucking job. Exactly. But I just want to thank you guys. Thank you guys for being so awesome. Thanks for being legit. Our friends like y'all were legit friends. I'm not just here randomly. <laughs> and whenever your wedding happens, we will be. There. Yes, eventually, whenever that's going to happen. But I re- I'm really like that was legit a big sigh of relief because I never thought that what my experiences, my stories would come up again or would make me feel the way it make me feel because legit for the longest time for me it's like oh that's just what happened that was shitty moving on like the way when I was reading out loud and I started crying that's when it really really hit me and affected me and even I had even way worse stories than that that I would probably never be as brave as so many women not even women people Mm -hmm. like speaking out and I think it's very important to speak out and feel for you're you're brave if you speak out and you're brave even if you don't. It is OK and fine. But just want to again say thank you. And I hope out of all this, as shitty as it is, I really feel that this is going to come out for a better, more positive wrestling world. And if you see something, say something. I know that sounds really corny, but if you're mm-hmm. on a show and you see something's off or if you see a woman wrestler being uncomfortable, feel free just to even be like, oh, hey, let me like, oh, can I ask you something? Yeah. You oh, don't hey, even girl. have to be like, be like, go punch the person who's being mean to them. Legit. Just be like, oh, hey, do you know just what tell them a is? fact. Yeah. Like exactly. come over and ask them something. That's always a nice just rescue. small little things. And I really hope at the end of the day, if I have to had to go through all that if at the end of the day somebody doesn't have to then it's all for the better and just be better people yeah really, that's all it is just be better people in wrestling outside of wrestling and talk about anywhere <laughs> just be better people and if you're not ready to speak up or you have a story that you never want to share like you're not less a detractor than. you're not less than like it's totally okay process sure. how you 100%. need to process and know that there are people out there that care about you Paloma, thank Yay. you so much. Uh, plug everyone with what where you are on the Definitely. internet because we're nowhere in real life. <laughs> I know, nowhere in real life, everywhere on the internet. You could find me at Paloma Star, star with two R's on 
Instagram and Twitter. And Sarah right now is wearing my Sriracha Muchacha shirt. <laughs> yeah. That you get I'm a, a pro wrestling, <laughs> a pro wrestling tease. And definitely check me out on Ring the Bell on YouTube. It's a weekly YouTube review women's wrestling show that I help co-host with DS. So definitely check me out. And thank you so much for having me. And I love the podcast and everybody should too. Thanks, Paloma. Yay. Good night, buddies. Good night, buddies. This is the MLW Radio Network.